Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 192 of the podcast. And in this episode of the podcast, I'm talking about Sean Payton resigning as head coach of the New Orleans Saints after 16 seasons with the team. Payton is their all-time wins leader with 152 victories. He's taken the team to the postseason nine times. The New Orleans Saints have only been to the postseason 14 times in their entire existence. The team has 10 postseason wins in franchise history, and Sean Payton has 9 of those victories. He, of course, won a Super Bowl with the team in 2009, the team's lone Super Bowl title. We all remember when he went for it on fourth down right after halftime. That play was a game changer. It was gutsy, and it paid off in a big way. When you think about the New Orleans Saints as a franchise, you think about two people. You think about Drew Brees, the star quarterback, and you think of their head coach, Sean Payton. And I'll get back to Drew Brees in a moment, but he's far from the only star player who was coached by Payton during his time with the Saints. You have Marcus Colston, who is a super underrated wide receiver with over seven seasons with at least 70 receptions. Jimmy Graham, who is one of the best tight ends of his era with four straight years of 85 or more catches. His most dominant year was in 2016 when he had 16 touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, a dual threat running back who from 2017 to 2020 had four straight years of 700 or more rushing yards and 80 or more catches and Michael Thomas who led the league in receptions in both 2018 and 19 that year in 19 he caught the most catches in NFL history in a single season with 149 grabs and it is no coincidence that all of these players had their best offensive outputs under Sean Payton he is thought of as one of the best offensive minds in modern football. He turned the Saints into a respectable winning franchise. Before he got there, the team's recent history had been letting Mike Ditka trade the franchise away to draft running back Ricky Williams. And as you all know, that move did not pay off for the franchise. The year before Payton coached the Saints were 3-13. He gets there and immediately they're a playoff team with a 10-6 record and that year he won AP Coach of the Year award. I think Payton's biggest strength as a head coach is he knows how to get great play from the quarterback position. Before future Hall of Famer Drew Brees went to the Saints, he had exactly zero seasons of over 30 touchdowns and 4,000 passing yards. In the decade and a half under Sean Payton, he had 10 such seasons. Payton deserves a ton of credit for turning Drew Brees into an MVP and a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Let's also talk about his success with other quarterbacks not named Drew Brees. Payton went 5-0 in 2019 with Teddy Bridgewater, who threw nine touchdowns and two interceptions and ended up getting a huge payday by the Carolina Panthers, who regret that decision. Payton made Bridgewater look like a franchise quarterback, and he simply is not one. Let's also talk about what he was doing with Jameis Winston in the early parts of this season before he was lost to the year due to injury. Winston was 5-2 and and threw 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. This is a guy who infamously threw 30 touchdowns and 30 picks back in 2019 with Tampa. I think it's safe to assume if Winston had remained healthy, the Saints would have made the postseason. And I think some NFL team is going to look at how well Jameis Winston was playing with the Saints early on and give him an opportunity to be their starter, but they're looking at it the wrong way. The reason that Teddy Bridgewater and the reason that Jameis Winston had bounce-back seasons with the New Orleans Saints is because of Sean. 
Sean Payton. He's that good of an offensive-minded coach. No matter who his quarterback is, he's going to get them to play up to their potential. I mean, people used to say that Bill Belichick could win with any quarterback, and that was proven to not be true because of Cam Newton. I actually think that Sean Payton is capable of winning with almost any type of quarterback. Not winning a Super Bowl. I'm talking about still having a winning record and being respectable. And he was able to do that with Teddy Bridgewater and Jameis Winston. And I think that says a lot about Sean Payton as a head coach in the NFL. Because a lot of people have not won with those players. Again, Bruce Arians can win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady, but then when he has Jameis Winston, Winston throws 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. That did not happen with Sean Payton. And Bridgewater looked really bad in Carolina. Yet Payton was able to have a record of 10-2 and with those two players as his quarterback. Payton's tenure with the Saints has not always been rainbow and sunshine, though. The team went through Bounty Gate, which was orchestrated by defensive coordinator Greg Williams. Most notably, he put a bounty on Brett Favre during the 2010 NFC title game. For his part in the scandal, Payton was suspended the entire 2012 season. It's the longest suspension of an NFL head coach in NFL history. It's a scandal like Deflategate that in the moment was the biggest thing in the world. Everyone wanted to talk about Bounty Gate, but now it has largely been forgotten, and I don't think it really taints Payton's legacy all that much because nobody thinks it's that big of a deal. And I don't think anyone thinks that Sean Payton is responsible for Bounty Gate in any which way. I think the year-long suspension was way too much for the NFL to hand out, especially when you see the other suspensions they give out for much harsher crimes and they give lesser penalties for those things. I think Bounty Gate is way down on the list of interesting things to talk about when it comes to Sean Payton. Like, I just think as a controversy, it's really not that interesting. The way I look at it is football is a violent sport. Whether there is a bounty or not on Brett Favre, guess what? The Saints want to take Brett Favre out of that game. They want to win that game. Football is a violent sport, whether or not the NFL wants it to be or not. And I understand when you hear that there's a bounty going out on a player, you need to take action. I just think that most of the action went to the wrong guy. I don't think Sean Payton should have been the fall guy for that controversy the same way I don't think that Tom Brady should have been the fall guy for Deflategate. I think the NFL just had to make really loud statements because everyone was talking about those controversies. So because the public made those controversies a big deal, the NFL had to put the hammer down and suspend Payton for an entire NFL season, even though I don't think it was warranted. And then there was a three-year period from 2014 to 2016 where the Saints team went 7-9 and nine in all three seasons, and we all thought that maybe Drew Brees and Sean Payne were washed up. We thought, oh, this is the end of an era. They've already won their Super Bowl. They're going downhill. They can score a ton of points, but they don't play any defense. I think we all thought that the Saints were like a one-and-done type Super Bowl contending team. They won their Super Bowl. Now the dance is over. Sean Payton isn't going to last with the Saints. Drew Brees is at the end of his career long before he actually got to the end of his career. People forget about that. I mean, they went 7-9 and nine in three straight seasons. That's mediocre. We all thought the end of both Sean Payton and Drew Brees with the Saints was near, but that ended up not being the case. However, from 2017 to 2020, the Saints suffered four heartbreaking playoff losses in a row. First in 2017 against the Vikings in the divisional round, Case Keenum threw a 61-yard touchdown pass to Stephon Diggs. Then in 2018, you had a blatant pass interference 
interference on the Rams ignored by the refs. Following the game in the years since, Payton has been vocal about his disappointment in the no call. Then in 2019, they lost in overtime again to the Vikings. And finally in 2020, Drew Brees' last season with the team, they lost to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers after going 2-0 against them in the regular season. As great as Sean Payton and Drew Brees were during their time with the Saints and they won a Super Bowl and they won MVPs and they won Coach of the Years, I think they are a duo that most of us look at and go, you got should have won at least one more Super Bowl because you were one of the best offensive duos of head coach and quarterback in NFL history. You should have more than one Super Bowl. Kind of the same way we look at Mike Tomlin and Big Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, we look at those guys and we go, you guys are winners. But then, how do you only have one Super Bowl? I mean, you're constantly in the postseason, but you only have one title to show for your efforts. I think it's the thing that's holding both of them back from being top 10 at their position. I think if Sean Payton had two Super Bowl titles with the New Orleans Saints, you would have to recognize him as a top 10 NFL head coach of all time. I mean, it's the New Orleans Saints. He's not coaching one of those franchises like the Patriots or like the Giants. These are not winners. I mean, they have a long history of not being very good. So if Sean Payton were able to pull off a second Super Bowl victory, I think we would be talking about him in a very different light right now. He is an all-time great. I think Sean Payton is a Hall of Fame coach but he would have been considered a top 10 head coach if he had multiple Super Bowl rings with the Saints. And the same can be said for Drew Brees. It's the same thing that sets Brett Favre from being one of the very, very best. Brett Favre only has one Super Bowl title. We all love Brett Favre. We thought he was one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but you can't put him up there with Tom Brady and those others like Joe Montana with one Super Bowl ring. So for that fact, I think Peyton and Drew Brees are right outside of being top 10 at both of their position. And if they were able to win another Super Bowl together, they would be top 10, maybe even top 5 at their positions. That's what is at stake. That's how big winning is. It matters that much. Sean Payne is an excellent head coach, but the last few years, he hasn't really been that relevant because he hasn't been winning Super Bowl titles. He's been doing some really good work with the Saints, and they've been so close to winning, but they didn't. But then there's a part of me that thinks that the one Super Bowl is enough because it's not like everyone thought that the Saints should have become a dynasty. Yes, they had Sean Payne, and yes, they had Drew Brees, and I think those two made them contenders in years where maybe the Saints weren't one of the best teams in the NFL. I mean, it always felt like at the end of the year, the Saints had like a 13-3 and record, yet you really didn't take them seriously as Super Bowl contenders. And that's not because of Sean Payton, and that's not because of Drew Brees. It's because of the rest of the team. I think even that 2009 Super Bowl winning team was a massive, massive surprise that no one could see coming. So there is a part of me that thinks that Payton and Brees did live up to their potential. But I could see the other argument that yes, maybe they should have won another Super Bowl together. One of the most maddening things about Sean Payne's last few years with the Saints has been the way he's used Taysom Hill, who has a decent skill set. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He's a bit of a secret weapon. My problem is that the Saints and Payne act like he's more than that. As a quarterback, he's thrown just eight touchdowns and eight interceptions, and I don't care how fake his 
his four-year $140 million deal is. I blame Payton for getting us all to waste our time talking about Taysom Hill and whether or not he's a franchise quarterback. By the way, he's not. And his future with the team is probably up in the air because I find it unimaginable that any other coach other than Sean Payton thinks about Taysom Hill as much as Sean Payton does. The Taysom Hill saga feels like Sean Payton just wanted to show us that he could turn anyone into a franchise-winning quarterback. And yes, I remember there were at times when Drew Brees was struggling and the team looked better when Taysom Hill was playing quarterback, but that was in a moment. In a 16, now 17-game season, you are not going to want Taysom Hill playing quarterback for your franchise. He's just not good enough. He's not an accurate passer. Again, he's a special weapon, but to even give him $140 million, and again, I don't care how fake that contract is, to even announce that type of deal for Taysom Hill is such a big, massive waste of time. Why did you do that? Why did Sean Payne want us to talk about Taysom Hill all those years? I still don't understand it. I've never heard him articulate it in a way that I really care about. I just don't understand why we as football fans have been wasting our times talking about Taysom Hill. And the number one person I blame for that is Sean Payton. What a big, massive waste of time. That lasted way too long. And even Sean Payton didn't fully believe in Taysom Hill. That's the maddening thing about it. It's like Sean Payton wanted us to talk about it, but then never really gave Taysom Hill the opportunity to really be their quarterback. He went to Jameis Winston the first second he got. And the way I always viewed this was it was an ego thing for Sean Payton. Oh, look at what I can do with this guy. I'm such an offensive genius. I know how to coach a guy like Taysom Hill in a way that other coaches couldn't even imagine. I get it. Maybe Sean Payne really does know something about Taysom Hill that we all don't know. But guess what? When it came down to show us, he never really did. The whole thing just seemed like a massive, massive waste of time. And I, for one, am really mad about Sean Payne making us talk about Taysom Hill and whether or not he's a franchise quarterback. Because guess what? He's not and he's never going to be. This is a massive loss for the Saints. Sean Payne made this team relevant. No, he's not Bill Belichick, but he's just as good as Jim Harbaugh or Mike Tomlin. And what those three have in common is they were steady and for a decade consistently brought their teams to the postseason. What the Saints need is a franchise quarterback. And without Sean Payne, there's really no selling point for one to come to them. They're probably going to have to draft one. Like, I would imagine veteran quarterbacks would want to play under Sean Payne. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a free agent at some point. We all think that they're going to move on from Garoppolo and Trey Lance is going to be the starter. Well, guess what? We were all talking about the possibility of Jimmy Garoppolo playing for Sean Payne, and that would be good for the Saints because I think the Saints could win football games with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now that's out of the window. If Aaron Rodgers does actually leave the Packers, wouldn't Rodgers want to play for a coach like Sean Payton? I mean, this guy knows how to get great, excellent quarterback play from any type of quarterback. That's what his skill set is. And now the team needs a franchise quarterback and the perfect guy to be there to pick the next one would have been Sean Payton. This is the end of an era. I mean, Sean Payton was a top five NFL head coach in the last 16 years or so. I mean, he's been that good. He's done everything. He's won coach of the year. He's won a Super Bowl. He's consistently made the postseason. He's turned the Saints around. He's done his job 
and more for that franchise. And I think he's kind of underrated because he's in a market like New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans isn't the Giants. He's not the head coach of the Jets. He's not the head coach of the Patriots. They're not the most talked about team. Again, sometimes you would just blink and they'd have a 13 and free record and you really wouldn't take them all that seriously all the way long, but they were always consistently good. And I think a lot of that has to do with Sean Payton. One of the big looming questions about this is Sean Payton retiring from coaching overall or is he just done with the New Orleans Saints? There are a lot of speculation out there that he could be the future head coach of the Dallas Cowboys because of his connection there. He was the offensive coordinator there. Maybe he's just taking a year or two off and then he's going to be right back to being an NFL head coach. I mean, you can never take anything off the table. These guys leave and then they always seem to come back because when money talks, people listen and they also are addicted to the job of coaching. I mean, he's done this job for 16 years. He's, of course, addicted to this type of thrill that can only be had by being an NFL head coach. He's one of those guys who's become synonymous of being the head coach of that franchise, the way that Belichick is synonymous with the Patriots, the way that Pete Carroll is synonymous with the Seattle Seahawks, Sean Payton is synonymous with the New Orleans Saints. When you think about the Saints and you think of who their head coach is, you think of Sean Payton, and it's going to remain that way because I don't think anyone could possibly live up to the legacy that Sean Payton was able to achieve with the New Orleans Saints. And in closing, I don't think this even has to be said. There is no way that Sean Payton is not a Hall of Fame head coach. Again, I wouldn't even pay attention to the Saints if it weren't for Sean Payton and what he was able to do. And it's not just he was carried by Drew Brees. I think in a way he made Drew Brees what Drew Brees was. I think he's one of the best offensive-minded head coaches in NFL history. When you think of great offense, you think of Sean Payton and the Saints and what he was able to do, not just with Drew Brees, but with that overall offense. He turned Michael Thomas into a monster again. Michael Thomas, who knows if Michael Thomas would have done that with any other team. Brandon Cooks had his best year under Sean Payton. I mean, that's what Sean Payton does. He knows offense. He is one of the best offensive minds ever. He, of course, should be a future NFL Hall of Famer because he is the New Orleans Saints. Nine postseason victories. The team has 10 overall. Think about that. Think about what he's done with the New Orleans Saints. They are going to miss him greatly because the franchise might go back to being mediocre. And as a football fan, it's always sad to lose someone who's been constant in your football viewing. I have never watched football when Sean Payne was not a head coach of the Saints. I have never watched the Giants without Eli as the quarterback before a few years ago. We are losing the people who were prevalent when I was a child watching football. And in a way, that's really sad. The era is changing, but I think we can look back at that era and we can celebrate it. And we should celebrate the work that Sean Payne was able to do with the New Orleans Saints. Again, this was a loser franchise. The the fans used to wear bags on their heads, and now we view them as a respectable team that won a Super Bowl title. And again, that moment after halftime when he went for it and he beat Peyton Manning of all people in the Super Bowl was one of the best Super Bowl experiences I've ever had as a fan. I really respect Sean Payton as an NFL head coach. You should too, and he should definitely make the NFL Hall of Fame because he is a top five head coach of his era. And for me, it's tied with Drew Brees as the greatest saint of all time. And I highly doubt the movie starring Kevin James as Sean Payton is going to do this legendary 
coach any justice. The last thing I will say about Sean Payne is I did admire his loyalty to the Saints because I'm sure during his 16 years with the team, he was offered other opportunities to possibly maybe join the Dallas Cowboys or coach other bigger franchises. I mean, the Jets and Giants have had so many different coaches during that time period. They must have gone to Sean Payne at least once and he remained a New Orleans Saints and that's something I admire and there's not a lot of in today's NFL. Payton remained loyal to the Saints till the very end. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host Cam McKinney and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify so please rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs>